0: Hello, Sebastian Lucido. Welcome to 5-Minute Fresh Start. I'm in Matthew chapter 6, verse 7. We're talking about prayer this week. It says, When you pray, do not use vain repetition as the heathens do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. And, you know, something I think that I learned coming out of Catholicism was we, you know, we, we repeated prayers. And you're talking to the most intelligent being in all of creation. I mean, he created everything. He knows the end from the beginning, the beginning from the end. He's all powerful. He created the entire universe. There's nothing that's impossible for him. He's everywhere at one time. And so he has this tremendous knowledge. And so why would we repeat to him and be repetitive to him? He wants us to pray our heart to him. So that's first. Second, it says, therefore, do not be like them, for your father knows the things you need before you ask. And so God knows what we need before we ask because he knows our heart. He knows our mind. He knows what makes us tick. He knows how we're created. He knows why we say the words we say. Psalm 139 is a beautiful psalm, and it lays all of that out, that God has this tremendous ability that's beyond our. David said in that psalm, your knowledge is too wonderful for me. I can't attain it. In other words, I just believe it, but I don't understand the complexities of it. So God knows what we need before we ask, but we're told to ask him. He then goes and says, in this manner, therefore, pray. So the Lord's prayer, the Our Father, is a manner of prayer. It's a type of prayer. It's an outline of prayer. It was never meant to be repeated. There's nothing wrong with saying the word of God. But I don't believe that repeating this prayer 20 times in a row, or another prayer 20 times in a row, does anything for us. I believe that we go to God, he knows our heart, and we pour our heart out to him. Whether it's petition prayer, and accessory prayer, a prayer of agreement, binding, loosing, you know, prayer of praise and worship, whatever it may be, God wants to see our heart. And one of the great pro- privileges we have is that we have access to him and his ears are open to our prayers. So immediately it's our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. So I believe that when the apostles heard this, disciples heard this, it's the first time I think that they heard God was their father. In the Old Testament, Abraham was the father. So when Jesus confronted the scribes and Pharisees, it was Abraham's our father. I'm sure there's a couple of times in Scripture where God is seen as a father in the Old Testament. But in the New Testament, we see that he is our father. He's taken on that responsibility. He's taken on the responsibility to raise us up and mature us, to protect us, to provide for us, to, you know, to walk with us. And so our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. So the first thing we do is, hallowed is your name, is we praise him. The Bible says in Psalm 100, enter his gates with thanksgiving, you know, give him praise, you know, get, uh, we, we're to sing going in, we're to praise him going in, we're to be thankful going into his presence. It's protocol. If we met the president of the United States, there'd be a protocol. We would go in here. God says, you come into my presence, thanking me, supplicating to me, giving me thanks, giving me praise and worshiping me. Next, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We studied this week that seek ye first the kingdom of God, praying and teaching and preaching and bringing the kingdom into our lives, which is spiritual, and to lives of others, is our primary responsibility. It says, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Forgiveness is a walk of love. We need to be in in love. Actually, it says in verse 14, if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if if you don't forgive men their trespasses, neither will God forgive you. So love, walking in love is very important. The Bible says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord doesn't hear me. And then it goes on and says, lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And that's basically telling us that we're fighting Satan. We we need God's help in fighting Satan, pulling down strongholds, discerning, knowing the way he acts, knowing what he does, knowing his agenda and having that discernment. So this is sort of a manner of prayer. It's going to God and saying, you know, don't give me more than today. I'm not praying for tomorrow. Give me today my daily bread. Let me go through this day, you know, because we don't know what'll happen tomorrow. We, we, you know, we get we sit down on our knees and beg God for the next week or month or year, and we don't know what He's doing. We can't see the answer to our prayers. He says, pray for today. Amen. So that's the Lord's prayer I went over today. Please share, follow, and like this if you're on social media. Please go to our website, Watchers of Truth. Become a free member. It's in the description of your teaching. Or become a partner. $10 a month or more. We're praying for $425 a month or more donors. So join us on our journey to teach God's word. God bless you and have a great day. Thanks for watching.